topic with Mike and JD. I'm JD. And I'm Mike. And welcome to our show. We missed last week, but let's be honest, you didn't notice. <laughs> Somebody out but, there noticed. Yeah, I think it was us. I think we were the two people who noticed. <laughs> but, but anyway, so we're back this week. And we're going to talk about video game movies. Like that epic voice I did. <laughs> Very much. So, so, so if you're not living under a rock, and even if you're living under, under a rock, you probably still have heard the Mario Brothers movies voice cast has been announced. With big one Chris Pratt as Mario, Charlie Day as Luigi, and Jack Jack Black as Bowser, among others. And it's Somewhat controversial. Yeah. People are not too happy about it in general. Yeah, I mean, no. they're all pretty mainstream picks. Here's my personal take on it. I don't want to say it doesn't matter who's voicing them, but that's not going to be what makes or break the movie. Like, it could be an amazing movie with Chris Pratt as a... As Mario, it could be a terrible movie with Chris Pratt as Mario. It really comes, it's, gonna, it's not going to come down to the voice acting. It's going to come down to the writing and how it, like, like Chris Pratt is a good enough voice actor that he's not going to ruin this. Like, I mean, he did the Lego movie and he was great in that. Yeah. Like, he's not going to ruin this. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I personally loved him in the Lego movie. No, I think every, yeah. I think everybody involved is tremendously talented. I think the issue is more, at least for me, um, there's a mentality that's indicative in certain studios that's kind of just like, oh, throw all the hot names in a basket and like pull a bunch out and like they're the people who are voicing Angry Birds 3. And so, you know, I have nothing against, like actually, I pretty much love every name on this list. Like each one of these people are hilarious and talented. Mm. So that's not an issue. It's more just like, what does it say about the production thought process that these were the names that wound up on the desk? Um, I mean, to me, it says that it goes through the same basic, basic production. Everything movie goes through. I mean, you need the hot stars, and people are complaining that oh, they didn't go the longtime Mario voice actor from the video games. What's his name? Like Charles Manette or something like that? Yeah, Charles Martinetti or Martinette. Yeah. Okay, and see, which they did actually announce he is going to be doing some voices in the movie, just not Mario. But see, here's the thing. It's kind of foolish to think that he could actually do the movie. Forget about marketality. If you ever played the Mario games, you might notice he maybe has said like two full sentences in like all the games. Yeah. I it's mostly just... A word or a sound? Do you really think that voice works for what it is? That doesn't mean that voice is gonna carry over to actual dialogue, to an actual full movie. Like, it is not the same doing a woohoo and a whole big monologue. Those are two totally di different skills. And I'm not um, undermining his, his talent. Like, he's perfect. Like, he does. The voice 
for the games perfectly, but you gotta realize it's just because it works in the video game does not mean it's gonna work in the film. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily think they should have done that. I mean, as much as I absolutely love the classic Mario voice, you know, I think thanks so much for playing my game is the longest I can endure that sound. Like, you know, I, I, I would sometimes be playing a particularly difficult level of Mario Sunshine, and after, like, three hours of Woohoo! Yippee! Wahoo! You just start to go insane. So I don't think they should do that. Exactly. So, but so yeah. So I think my overall opinion on it is that I think the cast is fine. I want to see see how they actually do in the movie. How do you feel about them picking Chris Pratt as opposed to say anyone who's actually like Italian? Like a like an like I'm not I'm not saying like a you know like a, an actual actor or a vo or a voice actor who is like yeah it did it, it really doesn't matter because you know what you could argue that Mario's Japanese not Ita like Italian like and I'm someone you know who's a quarter Italian and it's like like does it really matter like like I that's just getting like too too pedantic oh he needs to be Italian. Like, come on. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, Chris Pratt's very talented. I'm sure he can do some sort of an accent. I mean, yeah. I'll have to see the, I'll have to see the, the voice or hear the voice, right? Yeah. Um, like when I see, when I see Mario and a different voice comes out, if it's a small, like, oh, okay, it's, uh, if my brain takes a second to adjust, I'm sure it'll adjust. But if it's just completely wrong, then you know. It'll it'll kill it, mm -hmm. but it depends on the take. Honestly, like it yeah. really depends on, like I'm thinking slash hoping this will not be like just vanilla classic Mario from mm -hmm. the video game. Like with the Super Mario Brothers movie, which I won't get into because that's a whole nother thing. Well, we're gonna talk about that a little bit. One of my whole things that is not a complaint about that movie is, uh, you know, John Leguizamo and. Um, Bob, Bob, Bob Hoskins. Hoskins. I think they're great. I love <laughs> them, and I think they're perfect for those roles. Because it's it's not the yippee wahoo Mario. It's the yeah. like, oh no, this is a Brooklyn Italian plumber from you know the real world, and he's get sucked into this mushroom kingdom. Like everything else about that movie is bad, but like if their version of Mario is something different, if they do go. <laughs> origin story or like more like realistic I suppose version of Mario it might fit that version yeah. you know like they don't they definitely didn't go with the voice actor for Sonic mm -hmm. in the Sonic movie yeah you know and that was fine and Sonic says a lot more dialogue too yeah exactly but so now to segue though let's talk a little bit about the infamous Mario's Brothers film one, I just want to throw this fun fact out there because I, I just find this hilarious. That the, the first choice was actually to cast as Mario was actually Tom Hanks. But the studio said, no, you have to cast Bob Hoskins because he's a more bankable star. I just find that hilarious. But, that is pretty funny. But really, I don't think you could. Bob Hoskins was absolutely perfect as Mario. Which goes to oh, yeah. 
goes to show that the casting isn't the most important thing because you like I do not think they could have cast a better mayor than Bob Hoskins. At the at oh. at the time he was definitely the best actor to play the role. Yeah, 100%. Well, and the movie is absolutely terrible. Not at all Bob Hoskins' fault. He's done the best he could do if he worked. And a well-written movie, he would be perfect for Mario. But, see, that that's the problem, was the, was the writing. Like I said, you had the... Per like I said, you could... I've, John Leguizamo as Luigi, I'm indifferent to, to be honest. But I would say Bob Hoskins was the absolute perfect Mario casting, 100%. And it's just the fact that everything else about that movie was terrible. I mean, it was like... Like, it's not easy to adapt to Mario, but like... But like... It's hard to be that... Like... That bad at... Like... I would expect, like, you know... A, a regular bad movie for the adaption, not... Wow, you like you tried to make it bad with this, right? It it it's it seems like something you would see in like a college humor parody of it's like oh it's Mario but like the Mushroom Kingdom is like this dark dystopian wasteland yeah, and exactly and there's guns and like you're just like have you ever played a single Mario game like. It seems more like a parody. Yeah, it really does. Like, but I mean, to be fair, Mario is a hard game to adapt. Like, I don't know oh, yeah. what this anime movie to do. Like, it was they had a hard challenge, but yeah, I they just I think failed the key, so much more than I thought they would. I think the key. I mean, you can do a lot of different things. Like, I'm not averse to like a serious Mario movie. I mean, it would be different. I wouldn't be the direction I would go, mm. but you could do it. I think you just got to lean more into the fantasy aspect mm -hmm. of the Mushroom Kingdom. Like, you're going... Essentially, it's like, in the anime world, it's it's an isekai. You're like a regular plumber, you know, blue-collar worker, and you get sucked into a magical realm. Like, that's pretty much just a story, like, by itself. So, yeah, that's true. You know, I think they, you know, should lean into the fantasy more with this. Mm-hmm, Definitely. I am curious to get your opinion on one thing in regard to the movie. So, with this upcoming animated movie, one thing I find interesting is we already know that Seth Rogen is voicing Donkey Kong and Fred Armisen? Yeah. I think that's how you say the name? Yeah, that's how you say He's voicing Cranky Kong. So, like, how do you feel that this might be not just, like, a Mario movie, but, like, a Nintendo franchise crossover movie? Like... See, I, know, I thought it was interesting that, that, that I mean, yes, granted, you could argue Donkey Kong is the original Jumpman, mm. like, you could argue that was the first appearance of Mario, mm. but it just seems weird that, like, those characters are even in this movie. Well, well, yeah, it's obvious, it's 100% obvious that they're hoping that this is successful and the next one is going to be a Donkey Kong movie, like, let's just say, like, it's 100% obvious that's what they're trying to do. And, Are we finally building the Smash Brothers cinematic universe? It really depends just how you do it, in my opinion, because, like, you know, here's the, the two two perfect example, examples of doing it right and doing it wrong. Um, Marvel Civil War, Captain America Civil War. Okay, Sp Spider-Man there. You know... On one hand, he's kind of just there, but like, you know, it makes sense 
it was a good way to reintroduce us to the character. I felt right. that, so if it's something like that with Donkey Kong, great. However, on the other hand, I would, my opinion, Batman vs Superman, Wonder Woman was just there for absolutely no reason other than to set up her character. That I found very, she was very shoehorned in there. And so, yeah. putting put Donkey Kong in this movie could have that effect. It's it's a hard balance, but like I say, if they manage to make his appearance feel organic in the movie, I am fine with them already laying the groundwork for a sequel. It just has to be feel organic. It can't feel like oh no, you're just clearly trying to get already set up a sequel. Yeah, it's just strange to me because I feel like most movies at least try and be their own thing. In the first movie, well, just their not own anymore. thing. Not anymore. Like, that's kind of how like, the film industry is changing nowadays. Everybody wants to... See, that was kind of a negative effect of the MCU's dominance. Is that now every studio wants their own MCU. Every studio is trying to set up this elaborate cinematic universe. And... Really, they all kind of fail. Like, how long? But, how many times has Universal tried to set up their monster universe? Like, oh, Dracula is going to be the first one. No, just kidding. Right. The Mummy's going to be the first. Like, they kept trying to set it up, and they just kept failing and failing and failing. But I think what the studios keep missing is that the first Iron Man's a good movie. Well, yes. Like, full. Full stop. It's not like Iron Man like swings by and it's like, oh hey look, yeah, that's like Captain America. Like I hope he shows up later. Like and then you know, uh, I don't know the Hulk's like yeah. climbing in for a scene. Like that doesn't happen. It's just Iron Man's just a good movie that stands on its own. The only like teaser is I get the post credit scene. Nick Fury. And also I guess Rhodey saying like, oh next time. But mm. like. That felt more like a sequel, a setup for the sequel of Iron Man. Well, yeah, and it just happened, happened to keep building on itself. Like, the Dark Universe is just like, oh, here's all the Universal monsters. Like, they didn't just make a good movie and then go from there. No, they, they couldn't a make bad... a good movie. Like, they kept making bad movies, bad to bad movies. <laughs> exactly. So, I, and I, honestly, I think it's the same problem with, like, the, the DC Extended Universe is, you know... They at least they had the smarts to start with. Here's just a Superman movie, like Batman and Wonder Woman, The Flash. Nobody showed up in Man of Steel. It was and then went all downhill from there. So I don't know. I I wish that like they would say this is a Mario movie, and then maybe like Doctor Kong shows up in the after credits or something. But yeah, well, we'll you know, see. I don't I I don't want like you know Pikachu in this movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what would you say is the best video game? Adapted movie. Um, hmm. If we're talking direct adaptation and of it, the source material, no, it doesn't have to be necessarily be direct. Do you want me to go first? Because I already have, know exactly what I'm gonna say. Okay, sure. I'll... Detective Pikachu. Okay. Because I, I can see the argument. But like, it, first of all, they did a smart decision of doing that story is instead of the actual main Pokemon story, and they avoided, they completely avoided the whole, what would be controversial, the, hey, it's basically an animal fighting ring. They were smart. They, they found a way to do Pokemon and yet avoid that. That was 
to begin with, genius. I love how they did the Pokemon. They what with like this in-between cartoonish somewhat live action. I I liked how they looked. I really thought it was a great look for the Pokemon. And I mean of course Ryan Reynolds is funny. Was it a perfect movie? Absolutely not. The big plot twist, which I'm not gonna reveal in case there's anybody who hasn't seen it and still plans on. I, I saw coming like in the first scene. Scene. The big plot, like, is not a perfect movie. But it is a good movie. And like I said, they use the baseline of the game to do their own story, which is smart. But they didn't go like just in a complete direction and just take the name Pokemon. It was still, in its essence, Pokemon. Yeah, I, I agree with all everything you just said, basically. You know? I mean, see, it's funny that you say that because, like, I totally understand why they did it. But I was one of those people who's like, oh, man, like, I wish I could have seen, like, Red, like, the young boy, like, starting his Pokemon journey. Like, as someone nostalgic, like, I mean, I have, granted, I've never played the Detective Pikachu novel. Oh, me neither. Or, sorry, a visual novel, game, whatever it is. Me neither. Um, I have, I, I, I've heard it's quite good, but mm -hmm. I've never played it. So as someone who's nostalgic for the original Pokemon Red and Blue, I'm like, that's the story I wanted to see mm. in live action. And, you know, I totally get that there's difficulty adapting that. So I think it's, like you said, it's a tough balance between how much do you stay faithful to what made this series great and, like, the things that people expect to see from this movie, mm. which the original, you know, that's where the original Mario movie failed is... I waited the whole movie and I got a ba-bomb was the only recognizable thing and in that entire so movie. Was that, was that little tiny ba-bomb was the only Mario thing I recognized. Everything else completely unrecognizable. Yeah. And, you know, ver versus, like, you know, you don't want to go too much just parodying the games. I mean, my, my personal favorite video game movie is the original Mortal Kombat film. It's not a good movie. But it's, it knows what it is, and it's just unashamed of it, and it's just mm. like, here's Mortal Kombat happening. And it has a great soundtrack, and it's people fighting, and like they don't try and overcomplicate it. It's just Mortal Kombat. <laughs> and you could say it's not that great, but like, you know, it, it's, it is Mortal Kombat. And, and you know, you, you could see a still frame of it and be like, yep, that's Mortal Kombat. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Um... I haven't seen Sonic, so I can't. I actually I haven't seen it either. I've, I really wanted to see it. I was just busy that much, that of obviously pandemic. Then I just never bought a paying for that on demand. But I, but I guess it depends on like you know the interesting thing about that is they didn't adapt any of the Sonic games. Not Which I think it's a smart idea. Games. You take the characters, They're you just... put them in a new setting. Yeah. Although I will admit, I'm kind of sick of this whole like oh. Now they're brought into the real world kind of Smurfs plot. But you know what? That was actually already a Sonic thing. Like, they did it in the show um, Sonic X. So, so, like, that wasn't, like, a new thing for Sonic. Okay, fair enough. But yeah. I don't want to see, like, oh, Mario gets sucked into, like, you know, or the Mushroom Kingdom gets sucked into, like, Manhattan. And then, like, Princess Peach is confused about what an espresso, espresso well, is. Well, see, like, the one thing that worked about the movie. One of the few things besides Bob Hoskins that worked about the Mary Brothers movie, I like the idea that, okay, he's from the real world, Mushroom Kingdom is, is an alternate universe. I'm yeah, fine. I like I'm, that too. 
I'm fine with them doing that concept. It'd be weird though if Mario, they do the opposite. Oh, Mario's from this alternate universe bringing him to the real world. That that makes no sense. I would be. I'm not saying they have to do it, but I would be absolutely fine if they do that. Oh, he's from the real world. Now he's transported to Mushroom Kingdom. That yeah, definitely exactly. Could work. Like, like if you play Mario Odyssey, it's unsettling when it's like. Here's like a normal human, and here's Mario like standing next to them. It's like it's uncomfortable. I don't like it. Oh, it's it works in the game though because like it's one level. Yeah, yeah, but I don't want a whole movie of that. No, I don't want that in a movie either. That's the thing. Things that work in the game don't always work in movies, and that's what a lot of people don't realize. It's true. But I think what um, I think what Marvel does really well, and I don't know how much this is possible with video games, I feel like Marvel is really good at distilling the essence of a character. Like, from um, like for instance, take the most most recent like Shang Chi. Like, in the comic books, Shang Chi is like this like James Bond esque like traveling around the world, you know, martial arts, secret agent kind of guy. And, like, in the movies, like, a totally different character. Mm -hmm. But they realized, like, all right, these are the essential elements that make Shang-Chi awesome, and we'll keep those, and we'll ditch everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, here's something, a game that I'm conflicted on if they should ever make a movie on. The Mass Effect trilogy. I recently started replaying the Legendary Edition, one of my favorite video game series of all time. But you see, the hardest thing about adapting that would be, be for those of you who don't know, the whole game is based on you make the character, you choose their gender, you make all their decisions. So it's kind of hard to do a movie for it because, like, it doesn't have a canon story. It has multiple options. And would you see that? Well, see, my original idea was that they should do it anyway. The more I think about it, I think I want a live-action movie set in that universe because they have great law, science fiction law. Like, these very interested alien species. Make a so make a live-action movie in that universe, but like a completely different story, so that you don't have right. to worry about oh well, we have to decide which is the canon storyline. Right, exactly. Like, you could refer to Commander Shepard. Mm. I, I was literally about to say that exact same thing of, like, I think just, in that case, set it in the universe, but don't necessarily star the, the main it, character. Because you could even have the side characters. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yes, they I, have I, I guess... You, personality. The side ca I mean, they can change a bit the base, based on your action, but, but you know what? They have definitive personalities, unlike Shepard, whose personality is 100% based on the player's decision. Exactly, exactly. So, I mean, honestly, that's the same reason that it's tough to, like, if you ever want to do, like, Knights of the Republic mm. story, you know, would you make Revan mm. specifically, like, canon, yeah. like, male, female, evil, or good, you know, it's, it's tough. And, I but, mean, again, there's also a great idea, I think, would be a prequel, one that might, more might, well, a supporting character, Captain Anderson, they talk a bit about his backstory, I would like to see, that could make a good live-action movie, because again, that's something that is already has, you don't have to worry about the decisions, choosing a canon, because, you know, but the, see, what also is good about it is, some of it has been revealed, but it's also open-ended enough that you have creative freedom to write your own thing, so I think that would be a great thing to do, too. 
Yeah, but on, I mean, honestly, though, like I would, like I don't think they necessarily would do this, but I'd be fine if they were just like whatever. This is like our interpretation, and like they just pick a, a characterization for Shepard. I mean, I wouldn't complain like about that either. I just really want to, I really want to see how they do the al how the aliens are gonna look in live action. That's I mean, I've seen great cosplays of them, but I want to see them in film. One one thing that I would love. And they, I, they would never do this. They would never do this. But one thing I would love, <laughs> while we're on a tangent here, is if they filmed, you know, Clue-style, two <laughs> versions of the movie with, like, either different, uh, a couple of different subtle changes or even, like, different gender swaps, yeah. like... And, like, and they just, it's all, like, the same general movie, <laughs> but just, like, those differences. And then you just randomly air the different versions. So you Dude. never know which good you're gonna get. Well, you know, okay, this is a a, a tangent, but I I saw this on online once, and like someone was like, I, I want to be become a great author one day, and then for my final book in the series, release four different endings, and you know, no, don't tell anybody about about it, and then sometime later. Come out! I come out about all five endings, and just wait for people to go crazy about what's the where's the fifth ending. That would be amazing. <laughs> but but yeah. So we talked about video game movies, but here's another thing. What about m movies that aren't directly adapted of video games, but are about video games? Like one of my just personal favorite movies in general. Wrecked Ralph. Absolutely. I love that movie so much. And and see it, w like they. I mean, they did eventually make the game Pixie Felix, but that was after the movie already came out. They made that game, but yeah. it was it was just so perfect, perfect. And I love how they did the cameos from the existing video game characters. That was cute, like having that Bowser in that one scene, and like. I think they did a great job of adapting. Oh, here's like this felt like like if you ever played a game, it feels like a classic arcade game. Like they did a great adaption of a game, but see, it was also important to do an original character because it would have felt weird. Like say it was Bowser. Like wait, what? Bowser's not really a bad guy. That doesn't feel right. Yeah, exactly. You have a lot more freedom with original characters. Exactly. Which is, I think, one of the difficulty of, like, any sort of adaptation is, like, you're sort of hamstrung a little bit. And another video game-inspired movie I love, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. Have you that ever seen That is uh, That is another one of my absolute favorites. Although, that one is based a little... that The video game references are in the original graphic novel. So that's cheating a little bit. Yeah, a little you know, bit, but it's an still. adaptation of... A, a visual novel yeah. um, that has video game references in it. But, but yeah, that movie is just phenomenal. I, it's just perfect. I just love how, like, they don't even explain the video game re references. Like, he just kills the guy and he explodes into money. Nobody question is, and he's just like, dang, I didn't even get enough for a bus fare. Like, I, I love how nobody questions it or anything. Yeah, I, that's probably, like, one of my favorite parts is that, like, they don't even acknowledge the mm. video game aspects of mm. the, you know, him having, like, an extra life and all yeah. that stuff. Like, uh, you know, 
there's just a casual like subspace superhighway through people's minds. Yeah. Like they're just like, yeah, whatever. Like obviously. Mm-hmm. Oh, he got a, he he got a power up. Okay. <laughs> exactly. So so that's that's a lot of fun, and, and I think that's like a really fun way to do that like genre. Mm-hmm. I I do feel like some of the like I I quite like the movie say Free Guy for example. Oh, love Very that movie. movie. Great film. Very fun movie. But I think one of the dangers of, like, having, like, a video game-esque movie is, like, you have to be a real lover of video games to, like, write those kind of movies. That's true. I do feel like a lot of, a lot of media does, like, a video game episode or, like, oh, this takes place in a video game, you know, or you see a character playing a video game. And it's just, like, you know... Um, if you've ever played a video game, you're like, this doesn't make any sense, or, like, that's not how video games work, or you're just, like, throwing in random references to, like, pander to a video game yeah. audience, but, like, like, Pixels is a great example of, like, mm. I don't know if they've ever played a video game. They just were like, well, we have a bunch of IP, just, like, throw yeah. it in there. But, yeah. Like, I don't know what makes any of these characters work. Mm. But, back to Free Guy, one of my dis few disappointments with the movie was that there was no... Like, they didn't do any, like, you know, glitch gags where, like, his arm just goes through a wall or something. Like, that could have been a hilarious visual gag if they did, like, some, you know, even the best design games have their glitches. That that would have made a hilarious visual gag if, you know, so, if there was some sort of glitch at one point where, like, why is my arm going through the wall? <laughs> but, yeah. We covered a lot here. Do you have any other remarks about video game movies? No, uh, I mean, I'm, I am actually, like, I'm excited for this movie, even as somebody who's, like, I don't really care about this movie, personally. Like, I, I mean, I'm gonna go see it, but I'm not, like, dying for a Mario movie. But I really hope it does well, because I want video game movies. I, I've been waiting my whole life for a Zelda movie. Oh, Metro I forgot. Movie. Actually, I did want to mention a Zelda movie. How have we not gotten that yet? Yet. Like, seriously. I'm... I am so mad. We... Or is this close to getting a Netflix series and then they shut it all down. I... So... I just don't get I'm how not, we haven't gotten that yet. Like... Everybody's looking just, for the next Game of Thrones type thing. I, I mean, obviously it won't be as already that Game of Thrones, but... The, but a Zelda series could be the next big fantasy show, like... Yeah, it's such a slam dunk, and, like, Link is one of the few Nintendo characters that, like... Yes, he doesn't speak, but he has a defined personality, a defined look. Like, this, there's a amazing treasure trove of stories and, you know, timelines and things you could draw from. Like, I don't understand how we haven't gotten a Zelda No, movie. yeah. I think it's just because... Nintendo is so precious with their IP. They were burned with the Super Mario movie, and they're like, never again. And so I hope this movie crushes. I hope it, like, makes stupid amounts of money so that we can get these other adaptations. Because if Castlevania showed us anything, it's that you can do, like, incredible adaptations of video games. Like, it's you just gotta have the right team. And, I mean... The purse, the you know. Did you ever see the the Castlevania series? No, but I never play. I never, I never played the game. So, 
Well, it's a phenomenal. I even as somebody who doesn't really play the games, like it was a phenomenal series. But the the creator of that said he wanted to make a Metroid movie. Ooh, Nintendo I would love like, a Metroid one is another one that would be great. Yeah, Nintendo was just like, sorry, not interested. And oh, I'm you like, know what? I just, I just, I'm thinking of strong female video game characters. The latest Laura Croft movie wasn't Tomb Raider movie. wasn't that bad. It wasn't amazing, but it was fun. Yeah, I, I mean, I had fun with it, but you know, it I like Alicia. Really but break. I can't. I'm not even good. Bakanda, like, I'm sorry, I'm not gonna pronounce his names. But whatever her name is, I like her. She's a great actress. Yeah, I thought it was really good. I mean, I just, I just want the video game movie that does what Iron Man did for comic books. Like, I just want one video game movie like there have been decent video game movies like people joke because like all of all video game movies are bad there's been okay video yeah. game movies like but there hasn't I been that defining one yet combat yeah but we still haven't had I, that defining one that like oh this is the big genre yet exactly like warcraft was fine like there's a lot of ones that are like fine but i'm like i want one that's like it kicks down the door where people who don't like video games like so many people who are like, I've never read a comic a day in my life, but I love the MCU. Yeah, that's That's what I want. I want this Mario movie to be like, I've never played a video game ever in my life, and I love this franchise. I don't think I don't think this is going to be the movie that does that, Boltra. I think it could be I, a good movie. I don't see it being the, the movie that, like, oh, the Iron Man. Like, if they ever make a Zelda movie, I could see that being the Iron Man for video game movies. If they ever make a Metroid movie... That could be the Iron Man. I just don't think this Mario movie. I think it could be a success. I don't think it's gonna be though, like Iron Man level of success. I think it will be a monetary success, but I also think this movie will be aimed at children. To the like, I I think there'll be like maybe some like adult jokes, but I I'm really expecting, and maybe I'm being biased, but I'm really expecting at best Despicable Me. But you know what? Like, the, the first Despicable Me was okay. It was a pretty good movie. Yeah, no, I'm not. That's I don't mean that as a as a diss. I mean that mm. as in terms of like that is the level of maturity that I'm thinking Illumination is aiming for. Like as long as yes, don't, be some more. don't aim for Minions level, please. Like, come on, aim higher than that. I hope they do because, like I said, I mean, I just. I think between it being animated and it being this particular studio, it is going to be a children's film. And, like, I'm fine with that. If it, Hopefully it's a good children's film, yeah. like you said. Hopefully more Despicable Me, less Minions. But I think for to get that real breakout movie, I think we need a live-action adaptation. Yeah. No, yeah, I think like, like, Metro and Legend really of Zelda, they can be that breakout. Yeah, like, I'm not really, like interested in a CGI Metroid movie. I mean, yes, I would see it, but, like, I feel like we have that. It's yeah. video games. No, yeah, live action. I mean, I would love to see a live action Samus. The, oh, the big, that would be so good. The biggest thing is, though, they, see, which one hard thing about adapted video games, a lot of the characters' faces are covered, which, you know, then you can't portray the most. So would you keep her in a zero suit for the film? Just so you, you know, See the her face character can emote. Maybe have her take her helmet off in non-action scenes. That's something you have to think about. I would say make it more like Gravity, where like we see like 
you know, oh, like she's wearing a, a spacesuit, but like we see like her face and like her panting. Okay, so, so you like, redesigned the helmet so that it doesn't like black out her face, but that is like a clear, big, clear, you could clearly see her face to it. That, that works. Yeah, yeah, that just would be would be how I would take it. But I mean, yeah, that, that definitely different... works. Um, and you know, you could have her like sometimes in in the zero suit to like you know. But I mean, also I think with like Pedro Pascal and the Mandalorian, I think people are warming up to the idea more of just like, hey, Judge Dredd never shows his face, and like that's yeah. okay. <laughs> but yeah, get on that Zelda movie, somebody. I, yeah, I see. Like, I just that. how Let's... have you not done that yet? Like. Like, just take all my money. Just a Lord of the Rings, but, like, Nintendo. Yeah. That's what we need. So, okay, now that we cover that, I think now we've really covered everything we wanted to cover. Yeah. Yeah. So, this has been the Off Topic Podcast. I'm pretty sure my name is JD, but you might want to double check that. And I'm pretty sure your name is JD, too. And I'm Mike, also. Thank, thank you for watching. Bye. Bye.